Welcome back to MMA with the big fella, aka me, aka Sam, Vickery, and all that. Don't really know what to say, other than I'm smoking again. Yeah, gave up for four weeks, got past all the stuff, you know, oh, you're going to want this, you're going to want that, you're going to need it, your addiction's going to... I was fine for the first four weeks. Then a little stress at work, 20 a day again. I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, but other than that, still been exercising, like a true fat man in style. Not eating less, though, so that's really helped with nothing. Um, anyway, enough of a rundown of my life. Let's talk about... Well, let's talk about what we're all going to talk about this week in MMA community. Connor... McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, for me, this is a fight that it's been a long time coming. Obviously, everyone's been talking about this for years and years. Uh, McGregor hasn't fought in two years in the UFC, so I mean, it's been you know this has been touted for a long time. This fight, it's a weird one because. I don't want to be as interested as I am, but I am. And, you know, that division itself is a fucking, a wall-to-wall lineup of absolute mega-murderers. Uh, and on the co-main, which everyone's no, not really talking about, is Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis, which is most likely a number one contender spot. Even though everyone's saying the winner of Poirier Diaz, Poirier versus Diaz will be the one. I don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, Twitter's been awash with pricks about this whole thing. I knew it was going to happen. Oh no, McConnell's going to definitely win. And oh no, 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 Khabib's going to win. And it's just this constant baiting of one another again. Um, Instagram's a bit better. You could put something out there. Someone just likes it and moves on. Next. But yeah, it's been all that fucking shit this week. No, 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 you're wrong. I'm right. There's no way that's going to happen. I know everything about the fighting game. No, no, no. I know more about the fighting game than you about the fighting game. No, no, you don't. You know nothing. In fact, this is the fight for the first time in a long time. We're really calling an outright winner from the beginning. It is difficult. It's it's two completely different skill sets. Anything can happen. Like we've all seen. Oh fuck off! Yeah, classic phone call in it in the middle of the podcast. Just what you need. Um, yeah, we've all. Oh, kid, now excuse me, everyone. Christ, sorry about that. I had to stop the podcast because some dickhead calling me. Um, where was I? Yeah, this is a fight that, I mean, like you know, you've got to look at this logically. Khabib is an absolutely great wrestler. One of the, I mean, he gets you down, he mauls you, he's got great top control, he beats on you, he hurts you. But reality is, He's a decision fighter, and not only is he a decision fighter, but the only person that I can he's really beat worth anything has been 
Rafael dos Anjos before he moved up weight. Um, and then his title win was against Al Iaquinta. Okay. He pulls out of every fight ever with anyone top level. I'm surprised he even made it this far, to be quite honest with the Connor one. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's phenomenal at that one thing. But actually, at the rest of it, he ain't that good. His boxing's poor. I mean, poor. His stand-up overall is just shocking. Um, and it's not like he hasn't got good coaches. I mean, you look at the team that he's in, he's got absolute murders around him. DC, Luke Rockhold, Cain Velasquez. These guys are all great strikers. So it's not like he hasn't got the... the you know, the back up there. Um, and also the one time, I mean, one time, I know every MMA fucking dickhead goes on about this, but he got hurt by Michael Johnson. Michael fucking Johnson. No disrespect to Michael Johnson, but he's not got Conor McGregor's kiss of death in his hands, let's face it. He's a more of a a volume fighter who eventually might get the win against you, but it's usually, if he does win his decision, and he actually usually loses, and Khabib got hurt by him. Now, Khabib admittedly took him down and dominated him for most of that fight. Fair enough. But Connor's a different animal, and Khabib looks a bit rattled, particularly by the coke-fueled uh, press conference that we saw with McGregor. Talked about that last week. We won't go into it too much, but... It's proper, proper shit. Um, he, McGregor's got this unbelievable ability to to make himself the best in any situation. And that's something that you can't, you know, you can't buy. And everyone talks about, oh, Conor McGregor's an arsehole, he's this, that and the other. Well, well, is he? He's just a cokehead who likes to throw dollies at buses, you know? Khabib, on the other hand, makes a video where he's making fun of a homeless person and offering money to do press-ups and shit. That, that's not good. You know, that's cunty. I'm kind of going off on a bit of a tangent here. Did anyone see Billy Joe Saunders? First of all, who's been caught for, strangely enough, performance-enhancing drugs. Um, he's always had a problem with... Uh, with his cardio going through the thing, and he's got a cardio enhancer in his system, and apparently it's tainted meat. Mmm. Is it, Billy? Is it? Anyway, he's got a video of him saying that he was going to sell this woman crack if she punched a guy in the face. It was all fucking ridiculous. Um, And he's just a little scumbag. But moving on from that, yeah. I think, for me, for me, it. I think it's going to be a Connor win. Just because I don't think Khabib's really felt that pressure someone who isn't scared. And no matter what people say, Connor isn't scared in any situation. He may be taken down and beaten. We saw him against uh, Mendes. He he just still talks shit and acts like a wanker. And like I said, the only person who Connor really struggles against are people who mentally are okay with it. And that's Diaz and that's Mayweather. Simple as that. They Mentally, they're strong enough to deal with all the shit that he puts out there. I'm not sure if Khabib is. Going on about alcoholics and how he's going to die soon. and It was a very odd, very odd press conference. But for me, it's Connor. 
Um, I could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong. Occasionally. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. But what I don't want to see on Sunday is Twitter. I don't want to see all the cunts who are upset that their favourite fighter lost just going off on one completely about every other person. Getting personal, calling people names, doing shit. We're all trying our best here, people. Chill the fuck out. Oh, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about the weekend's action just gone. I know it's a late podcast, but uh, Bellator 206 was on Friday. Uh, Roy McDonald and Gegard Musasi were the headliners. Gegard uh, won. If you've been living under a rock in the MMA community, basically dominated Roy. Now, the thing that I will say is, over here in the UK, Channel 5 was showing it live, and I praised them incessantly. On all forms of social media. Oh, it's great we get to see this, especially in the, the wake of the new UFC deal going to some wanky fucking... I can't remember what the fucking thing's called, but... I was like, oh, at least we're going to get to see fights for free on normal TV, live, blah, 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 blah. Well, Rory was walking into the main event. And they shut it off to play Pepper fucking Pig. I mean, what the fuck? I get it, it's six in the morning, kids are up, all that bollocks. But fuck off. Don't put on a live show if you can't hack it, lads. Don't do it. I mean, it's just fucking bullshit. But anyway, the card leading up to that was quite fun. Um, Gagel Masasi, yeah, it was a second round TKO. Roy didn't really get off in the fight at all. Saying now that he wasn't mentally there, but there's always a great excuse after the fight, you know. He wouldn't, he couldn't have done anything different, so it is what it is, you know. Um, Rampage Jackson, he uh, he beat one Lay Silver, and it's two two now in their four fights. And apparently, they're calling for another one. No one wants to see another one. Jackson's a much better fighter than the previous. You know, Vandalay Silver, the the old Vandalay Silver, really, he shouldn't be in there at this point. But he's a fucking psycho. So what are you gonna do? I mean, psychos are psychos, and they want to fight. That's what he wants to do. Um, so fair play to him. Now, also, uh, Douglas Lima beat Andrei Koroshkov. He was losing that entire fight. From what I remember, he didn't win a round of that fight, and then the fifth round. He put in a rear naked choke and, and tapped Andre, and it's fucking incredible to see that. That's part of the um, the welterweight uh, tournament they've got going. The MVP and Paul Daly will be fighting on in, in a few months. It, it's And they're all five-round fights. It's really fucking, really big ups to uh, Bellator, actually, for putting this this on, because it's going to be good fun, this, like, this uh, wel- welterweight tournament, sorry. Yeah, and now, the other thing about Bellator is, it showed a few things, this. They are not only putting on good fights and fights that people want to see and they're matchmaking well and doing whatever. I mean, the Douglas Lima fight, don't get me wrong, it was horrible to watch before that point. And so was the Jackson Silver one till the knockout. But they are they're gaining a lot of prospects now through 
on this card, there were two that really stood out to me. Balanos and Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico, I insist, incessantly made fun of when uh, he lost his debut. Because they were talking about how fucking good he was and how amazing they were trying to build him up. And he got knocked out in his first fight. Now, that can be down to a lot of things. Nerves, um, not being prepared enough, taking your opponent too lightly. It was Zach Freeman who beat him. No, I mean, you don't know that name even now. You know, it's a shame. But Pico uh, knocked out in the first round Leandro Higo. Now, Higo is a former title challenger in Bellator. He's a serious fucking fighter. I mean, he's top quality. Um, Pico destroyed him. Absolutely destroyed him. Yeah, there was a few hits from Higo. And he, he obviously hits hard. But Pico versus Higo, which was ridiculous to listen to Mauro Ronaldo talk about it. Who, by the way is the worst commentator in the world. Um, but anyway, going off from that. But yeah, Pico won great boxing. We know he's an Olympic wrestler. This guy, apparently he's aiming for a title shot already in Bellator. I mean, it's fucking impressive if he does get it at 4-1. and one. Let's see what happens. But uh, Balanos as well, he won by TKO in the second round. Uh, I mean, his opponent, I don't know too much, but Balanos, if you look up uh, the spinning back elbow knockout from, I think it was last year, fucking unbelievable. I mean, unfucking believable but he looks like a, his kickboxing's great. I mean, I don't know what a lot of these Bellator guys are looking like, you know, in all forms, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, whatever, but they're putting on exciting fights, and that's all that matters. Now... Kerry Ann Taylor Melendez, who is Gilbert Melendez, his wife, she won a split decision against Dakota Zimmerman. Personally, I don't think Melendez got anywhere near winning that fight. Um, I don't know how you would score it for. She was controlling the ground for most of it. It's basically because she's got the name and they want to build her, and that pisses me off because it's, again, in MMA, we've always got this problem where they're always siding. I don't think the judges know what they're doing. They're just siding with the person who they think is going to be, that they want everyone to win. But that's not it. We don't want that. We want someone to lose so they can learn, actually, actually, fuck me. I've got to be humble and realise I'm not the balls. Blenders were gassed after the first round. Zimmerman didn't give a fuck, just kept going and, yeah, just muscled her to the ground, beat on her. But I don't understand how that went where it did. But, you know, fuck it. But all round, fucking great card from Bellator. Um, apart from the fact that we just didn't see the main event on Channel 4. I had to find it recorded on someone's phone. They were recording their TV with their phone and there was no sound. That's how I had to watch the main event. I mean, for fuck's sake, Channel 5. And Bellator. Saw it out and fucking... Scott Cofield is like, oh, it's now on five demand for all you want to watch it. Brilliant. Three days later. That really helps, doesn't it? You fucking moron. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bellator again because they're actually starting to they're starting to expand, go internationally. They're always putting on shows in the UK, which are really like we like a lot. And it's not just, you know, they don't put it on at fucking stupid times so the American audience can watch it if it's a big fight. It's just, they're doing it right and they're doing it well and they just need to get some TV deals that are good over here and 
I think they'll start to build and be as big as UFC. And I think from what I'm seeing with them paying their fighters properly, with the respect that the um, management are getting, how much of a good promoter Scott Coker is, I genuinely think in five years they're going to be competing on some level with the UFC. Maybe not in pay-per-view numbers, but viewing figures and stuff on the normal broadcast, they're going to be around the same, I think. I mean, people forget that they're backed by Paramount, who have got gazillions worth of money everywhere. Um, they can put anything into it that they want. But we'll have to see. I think that will happen, but who the fuck knows? Anything can happen. They've probably got terrible finances behind the scenes and no one fucking knows. Um, yeah, and then also last week there was Cage Warriors 97 in Wales. Just a quick mention of this, really. It wasn't... Um, wasn't a brilliant event from what I saw, but there was two fights. Jack Shaw had two opponents pull out. I can't remember why the other guy didn't, but uh, Wesley Meyer stepped up, take the fight on 24 hours notice, which is incredible for any fighter to do. And he actually looked good on the feet starting, but Shaw got him down to the ground eventually. Um, yeah, and he just ground and pounded him quite a lot and just, you know, demolished him. I mean... It was, it was it was an alright fight, but it was always going to go one way. You know, Shaw's very, very good fighter. And very, looks very composed for his age and things like. He didn't seem to get too ruffled. Um, but yeah, it it was a great fight. Now, now, there was a fight though that was the co-headliner, Mason Jones. Versus Casper Formella. Mason Jones five and zero. Casper and Formella was seven and one coming into this. These guys, this, if they had gone three three rounds, it would have been a fight of the year contender. But it's definitely a round of the year contender. That first round, they were just absolutely throwing at one another. Formella started out really bouncy on his feet, twisting, turning, good foot movement, but he couldn't keep up that pace. And it was really, really difficult for him to do it. And Jones took all the beating that he was getting. From, I mean, they both had pretty bruised up faces, but took the beating and he just absolutely took advantage of Formella's cardio or lack thereof cardio. And he kneed him to the body and it just, it was brutal to watch. Um, and he just swarmed him, did loads of uppercuts and dirty boxing and then started unleashing knees and yeah, the ref steps in. It was good that he did because it would have been absolutely awful if he hadn't. But that was about four minute fight. But fuck me, what a fucking fight it was. Um, now the one thing I do want to talk about is Mikol Desenyi, who is an Italian female fighter. She hot. She hot. And not only is she hot, she's just tattooed, dirty, you know, whatever. But she can fight as well, and that's always a scary combination. But she looks like she could be a future star. I don't know where she'll go, but Bellator will probably snap her up at some point. But it seems like the Cage Warriors guys go to UFC and the Bama guys go to Bellator, so we'll see. Cage Warriors should probably go to UFC in the end. But yeah, um... One thing I do want to talk about that's really pissed me off. I mean, anyway, Cage Warriors 97, pretty good event overall. 
Uh, didn't watch all of it because I had to go out. Wasn't happy about that. Um, but yeah, there's a few things I need to talk about. Number one, it was announced this week that Shevchenko will be fighting Eubanks Jr. for the fucking, I can't remember, is it flyweight or strawweight title? Who the fuck knows? Um, but this is the main event. The main event at 2.30 that has Poirier versus Diaz on it, which is going to be a three-rounder, but Shevchenko versus Eubanks is going to be a five-rounder. Brilliant. Weidman versus Rockhold. Incredible fight. We've got Israel Adesanya coming back. He's 14 over versus Terry Brunson. Jackeray versus David Branch. That'll be an absolute snooze, by the way, so if you want to miss that, I don't blame you. But... There are so many fights on that card that are so much better than the main event. And it's really pissed me off. Uh, I thought we were going to see Joanna Jan Jadrick get in there and have that fight with Shevchenko. But what the, I don't know what's happened there. Who's chosen you? She's 3-2. and two. She's going up against Shevchenko, who's 16-3. What the fuck is that fight going to offer? It's just going to be a mauling for no reason. It's bullshit. They've just got it in there because they want Shevchenko to be a champ because she can then get all that money in Eastern Europe and whatever, and they know there's a big market there, so they just fucking play into those hands, and it pisses me off, to be quite honest. They're just going to protect another fighter. Um, But yeah, fuck me. Wanky. Um, A couple of other things that that need to be noted. Uh, Michael McDonald retired this week, 27 years old, constant hand problems. He debuted in uh, the UFC when he was 20, He's in WC before that. He was a turn pro at 16. Basically, I think he did too much too young um, and fucked his body, but apparently he can't use his left bicep anymore. He's uh, He had surgery on his hand and it's just fucked his bicep, so God knows what's happened there. But great fighter. He won his last fight by a fucking devastating knockout again. But he just kept breaking his hands. He couldn't do it anymore. He's a woodworker for a living, do you know what I mean? Normally, he's got a life to think about after fighting. You can't blame him, but... It's sad to not see him fight anymore. He's a great, great fighter. Seemed like a good guy. It is what it is, but yeah, shit. Um, but one thing I want to know, well, also Darren tells me to middleweight. We're shocked by that one, Darren, because you struggle to make weight a lot. Um, Anderson Silva is apparently willing to fight Conor McGregor when and where he wants. How Anderson? What are you going to fight at? Open weight? Last time I saw you, it was dad bod for dad bod. You looked absolutely fucking awful. And you've come off a couple of fucking steroid um, things. You, Whether or not people say you actually beat Derek Brunson, that is bullshit because we all know you lost that fight. So really, you haven't won in uh, six. Either you've lost the last six. And the last time you won was 2012. 2012, Stefan Bonner. No, I'm not diminishing his legacy. The, the guy was a fucking killer and changed the game um, in MMA and UFC and everything. But, you know, you ain't that anymore. You're 43 years old. You've got to you've got to realize when it's time to call it a day and call him for a super fight with Conor McGregor when he's fucking 30 pounds lighter than you. So what's that? Two, three stone in fighting weight terms lighter than you. It ain't going to happen. And you're not going to make 170 because you could hardly make 185. 
I just don't understand um, Silver. He's saying it's a great honour, but he really just knows it's fucking money. Um, Because everyone wants to fight Connor because there's fucking money in it. But this is not a fight anyone wants to see, so please just stop it, Anderson. Stop it. Anyway, you fucks, it's just going to be a shorter one today. Uh, I haven't got much else to say. Go fuck yourselves. Hope you like the podcast. Hope you're listening. Feedback is always key. See you later.